You're now listening to the Open Africa podcast with Laulu, Nosa, and Furo. On this episode, we're yeah. back. Yes, clearly. To discuss the happenings in the industry. To kick us off, we will start with some not so great news. Laser pay and packs full. So just so you know that when that chair inevitably makes sound, if you stress me too much in removing the sound of the turning chair, actually I don't have any leverage against you, but I will find. I hope we are capturing this thing that you are saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're not really ready for this episode. I didn't know if all that was part of the episode or not. (laughs) The episode is recording. Okay, so let's just go back to the beginning. No, just carry on. Oh my god, okay. Paxful and laser pay. Um, In some not-so-great news that happened since the last time we recorded, um, Paxful has basically shut down operations. They cited that this is due to regulatory issues and the resignation of key employees. Apparently, the founders are fighting each other. Well. There's one long expose on one crypto blog. I see. But, again, why does crypto always invite dodgy people? (laughs) There's just something about that space. (laughs) Crypto, they like Telegram. Telegram, they like fraud. Is that? There's something about crypto that's just criminality hmm. so that is why they called you an instant transfer bro <laughs> it's better to do instant transfer than to do criminal activity wow why do they always have coma why do we always have this problem do you ever hear uba that founder splits because one person was stealing money or or one person was doing drugs i mean it's happening but it's not as if it's no cause for scattering the business it's no cause for scattering the business we did not say that UBA. Uh, I, I mean, I did not say that. Even look at um, my coffee. Mm. When my coffee, the two founders scattered. Didn't they scatter peacefully? Yes. And they One, set up two different They set up two different businesses. One person kept the my coffee brand. Another person started, uh, what they call it? Something, something, coffee and something. Cakes. Why can't one person be Pax and the other person be full? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not really going to weigh into this one. Just gonna leave no sound. No, but founders fighting is a very big thing. Like I don't think I, I don't a lot of it doesn't make it to the news, but like your founding partner or your yeah, it's like your it's kinda like a life partner, right? And sometimes in the beginning, because of excitement, people are not people don't think deeply about who they're getting into business with. Is until you enter the journey and then you start to see just how much trust is needed and how much you have to sort of have similar values to be able to maintain a decent relationship. It's in the midst of like running the business that people then discover that, yeah, maybe we should not be working together. Yeah. What I took from that is crypto and scam. <laughs> No, I, I I think it's either block is it block works a Bitcoin block or there's one crypto block yeah, that has like a full investigative piece on the wahala between both founders. 
there's drugs inside, there's uh, prostitutes inside, uh, there's stealing company money that's inside. It's a scintillating story. So that's what I'm saying about trust. Because obviously one person doesn't like it and the other person is We over it. here stamping. That's Inkasani. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's not CEO anymore. Who is CEO? Um, group CEO is Doc. Oh yes, yes, yes. Timola Shogunle. <laughs> Was fighting, <laughs> was fighting the other guys because of drugs or something. Again, that's an instant transfer, bro. Shout out to the instant transfer, bros, for bringing stability to this ecosystem. <laughs> because we never hear Kumbwala from them. I was only crypto and crypto adjacent people that always have you know, this beef, these scandalous things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but speaking from experience as well, I think that you find that, yeah, you don't understand how important who your founder, found, like, your co-founder is to you. Small drugs. Say small drugs. Uh, small prostitution. <laughs> 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 no, I have to look at the, the business has to shut because they are in the middle of a lawsuit. And that business was so important to validating Nigerian crypto in the international space. Let me not I personally, I didn't like the loud founder. I think there's a CEO. The guy that used to talk about Nigeria really? too much. I mean, is that his real name? Yes, he just used to just lie. Like, he was a good crypto. You know, the one crypto guys always lie. He was one of them. And he was now supporting Peter B2, and I, f- I felt somehow. <laughs> Because I'm like, <laughs> if this guy and I are in the same position, maybe I'm wrong. Right <laughs> Is Tinubu right? I need help. Oh, man. He actually did help. Nah, he's always talking about the resourcefulness of Nigeria. It's, like, it's a very patronizing kind of thing. Like, oh, white man just coming. Speaking of patronizing. White validation. Do you see what that foolish... Um, Brian Armstrong guy tweeted that said you send him videos of how we are using crypto in Africa to win hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> this comes right after Coinbase kicked all of us Africans off their platform. And now said we should download Coinbase wallet. Oh yeah, I saw that. I actually saw that. Yeah. I think sometimes the BS doesn't register for Again, me because I'm this is like, it. this is why it's my problem. It's only crypto. Crypto always attracts this kind of mm. never do wells. <laughs> because what if we'll transfer wise kick you out <laughs> and say send us picture of how you're transferring Bro. money in Africa? <laughs> so I found the article you're referring to. It said behind the scenes though, staff took paid trips to musical festivals, oh buses fraught, dismissals reportedly occurred. On a whim, and the smell of cannabis permeated the office. Again, again, do you see this? The smell of cannabis permeating the office in water character? I mean, it's possible, maybe there might be cocaine, but the smell of cannabis is not permeating. Maybe in the parking lot, but not in the office. Yeah. No, sir, is there a weed smell inside the office? Yeah, we don't even go to office. Apart from customer service, and they're always fighting them in the office. So that's why I me, mean, I don't go. <laughs> but yeah, 
like and to be fair right it's this point about crypto bros not recognizing themselves as finance bros when all the use cases that they put forward is literally just that. Like See, I feel like there should be standard behavior. It's not just in the office, but you know that it's not just crypto bros. It's almost as if all fintech bros don't realize that yeah, they're running finance businesses. Like it's like that guy that was trying to get me to consolidate all my cards using his app, and then he showed up to do product unveiling, and he was wearing shirt and shorts. I'm not going to put my money with you, my guy, because. <laughs> You need to inspire, which is why um, Babs used to trip me back then, because I find, found it very funny how he was trying to do best of both worlds. You wear suits, you now wear sneakers. No, no. But I appreciated it because I could tell he was putting in efforts into selling. You know no, 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 no. the type of Again. image that his company needs. You know that time we used to look for money, so you have to wear comfortable <laughs> shoes when you are trekking to find money. <laughs> oh man, there are these guys so that when we first met them, um, Bento, first day they showed up in in the office with Furu and I, they wore suits because they were serious about winning that business. Like here is a corporate business reaching out to us that they want to do stuff with us. Those guys came in suits. I'm not sure they won suits since that day, but. <laughs> They were like, oh, man. Say what, say what, say what you want about Ebon. Ebon is a very throwback guy, right? Bro. He's, as much as he's a, put it where you want to put it, he's still, he's still from that generation of, mm. again, you will never find Ebon with criminality like crypto. He might partake, but he won't partake in the workplace. And he comes from a very, like, yeah, Ebon is not like to distance from. It's like, keep it outside. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. There are some things that you have to keep up. Look, if you are doing financial services, there are some things you cannot be doing. You cannot be smoking a bowl inside the office. Two, you have to maintain some semblance of sense when you are stealing money. For example, even if you are going to use the money to travel and have fun, it cannot come out as a useless entry. It must have a purpose that finance will vet. You see, you then see. the money will come out, then you use it for rubbish. All those, and all those menorry, things. You know, or all you, those or things you time happen. it. You have uh, Africa Fintech Summit. <laughs> Do you get Like you time streets. it and then you enter streets from the summit meeting. and then oh. expense it as business expense. But this lawless you just see the thing is, these, these are the anyhow. things that happen when you are not regulated by CBN. Because when they are looking at your auditor, they start asking you to explain why did you travel for music festival? And you have to explain. Again, this is what a lot of all these people don't understand. They, that's why you attract vagrants. <laughs> because there's nobody that's res- responsible for oversight. Any small thing that has to do with regulation, you see them, they're always shaking. And oversight is so important. Every small, any over anything that's the oversight is so important. I can't even stress it enough. How important it is for you, the common man, is so important. Even more than competition and the business owners themselves, the common man needs that regulation. Otherwise, there is no limits to the nonsense that people will do with your money. Look, as soon as you shout, as soon as you shout to regulate, they start shouting censorship free money. Censorship what, free what, money. What was that? What was that? Decentralization. <laughs> and, uh, Anytime I hear censorship free and decentralization, the only thing that comes to mind is criminality. Damn. It's criminality. Damn. Anyway, like, can we even go to a 
responsible crypto business that has unfortunately popped up. Lizardpay. Yes. That's a very young CEO. Yeah. I met him a couple times. He's very like ginger guy. It was really unfortunate that he couldn't raise. And he was responsible enough to come out by himself and play. Yeah, because he put he put out the statement when they had to lay off because they couldn't raise. Then now that they have to close. But I think it, it points to something more retail crypto i don't want to contrary to what sam i think retail crypto is finished eh? no sam said they have product market fit because again the reason why a company like so laser okay let's rewind laser pays business was that they helped businesses accept crypto payments mm-hmm. like you accept payments in usdt and co i you could pay out in like fiat mm-hmm. no is it great idea and i'm sure like the ip you can probably repurpose it for something else i'm surprised they didn't pivot to another thing but who is paying you with crypto <laughs> where are the people that want to pay you with crypto? who are they <laughs> who are they <laughs> where are they what <laughs> type of elements are they Whom's <laughs> is paying you in crypto <laughs> so maybe your whole business your whole thing is oh helping God. businesses accept payment like i mean there are guys like riseverse that used it for funding like it's very very niche use use case but when i'm going to like riseverse and i want to fund I'm, I'm my mind is not crossing crypto because i'm thinking it's responsible money i'm putting in riseverse so it i mean it's unfortunate yeah if he's young he'll bounce back i think i think he can pay i th- actually thinking maybe i mean maybe the advisors that he has maybe i'm an optimist but i feel like this is something that could have been repurposed into a remittance business you collect fiat sell it to crypto sell it sell the crypto that you sold back to fiat on the other side so you now start speaking off ramp on ramp Uh, exactly off ramp on ramp (laughs) Uh, you can can pioneer that kind of rocks i think that's actually a very viable business model that they could have chased for guys that obviously they'll just be crypto in the middle yeah but i don't know why they didn't pivot or change anything but again it's just it's a because one one the where everybody was going to the moon mm, you had retail (laughs) (laughs) entering inside crypto and everybody thought okay this is the new normal but as soon as interest rates went up and outside opened there were other places to put your money and beyond even other place to put your money, economy was tough. So you needed that money in cash, in spendable amounts, like fiat, hard currency. Mm-hmm. And so there's that excitement around crypto. It's not there anymore. I mean, there's still, there's still, there's, there are crypto volumes moving in Nigeria, but it's true, true degenerates that are still there. Wow. People that are doing either money laundering <laughs> or... They are legitimately paying business, but it's also illegal because MFLA said you should not use FX for anything that is not on his list. So they are using crypto for things that are obviously. Do you not pay for subscription using MFLA's FX? No. It may, to be fair, MFLA said don't use FX that comes from him uh-huh. for those things. You can use so FX from FX other from sources. BDC FX is from him, <laughs> and that's where everybody. <laughs> 
has been collecting. Zach, like, that guys are okay. They're using it to trade with China, but there are people that are actually moving big volumes, and like this whole flutter with scandal now, where it's how many million million. I don't think anybody can come out to their chest and say this is the purpose of the transaction. Okay, back out the crypto element. This is what you're trying to do. It's the amount reek of money laundry. Mm. Yeah. But Sam again, says that um please who is Sam? There's one is one guy that if you tweet crypto three times you will appear in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam is our guy, our big <laughs> I mean he's our guy, he's our he guy. says he says crypto aims to solve for centralization and transparency. Please don't use FTX and centralized companies as a gacha because you know better. I, I don't really know better. He said trust you know. in institutions is at an all-time low. What we've seen is that any and every party that has been given the role of a trusted intermediary is subject to corruption and will be. I feel like these are very white man yans. Like it's like libertarian reddit yans that they yand you. For people that have been doing, that have been fighting Nigeria for how many years? <laughs> we have not died. <laughs> we don't need to decentralize Nigeria. See. <laughs> but that's besides be the fair, point. Sorry, sorry. So this argument for content, right? This argument was a conversation around crypto and AI. And somebody was talking about how AI or how crypto actively checks AI for proof of authenticity like they now said educate me and then the guy said that if content can be generated by ai the best way to prove authenticity is through nfts and oh my god it's now content it, 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 and i said this thing can be an api call <laughs> it, you, you know you know what, what what kills me about all these things is that oh, again dear. The I hate that this has turned into a crypto session, but again, crypto attracts also the worst of us because the people that didn't make it in like traditional industries wow. unfortunately gravitating towards that thing. I would now, like to say at this point, wait now, wait, let me, land, views, let me land, let me land, let me land, let me land, let me land. The finance guys that were not really good at finance, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like how is this even better than oh, and the engine and the engineers are not really actually good at engineering? Oh my god. <laughs> Are ending up, I mean, there are some good guys that are going, but the large majority of the because that's why there are so many bad actors per square meter now because it's just the worst of us. Everybody else is like the people that it should attract, they are gainfully employed. It's like public sector and private sector in Nigeria, it's the worst of us that gets into public sector. I mean, you have one or two good guys, but most of the people that can actually do work stay in private. Mm. So just think of crypto as public sector. Because wow. if you, if you rewind it now, look at the whole thing. That thing of NFT checking if something is legit. Is legit. Why not just? Why not just make a simple API call? There's a guy that built a thing to check if something was if check if text was generated by a what's it called um AI by AI. He didn't use Web three for that. It's just simple code yeah. and uh, and basic algorithms. The fact that you feel like you have to force this tool is yeah it? and i guess this is where we were heading to in this conversation even though it didn't seem that way is is that the the topic we were going for was how ai is a very separate thing from from crypto from crypto 
we just didn't segue properly. Because you, it's like you are trying to kill mosquitoes in your house. Instead of buying rage, you start buying gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the gun might kill the mosquito if you aim well, but there's already something that was working before, which is raid. And and that's why when I say it's the worst of us, because the thinking is not elevated. People are not thinking of how do we improve how do we improve what's called what is existing? It's never the thinking is never improving what is existing. It's wanting to do the same thing that is existing, but with Web3. And with no control, no, no, no with censorship no, resistance, no, no regulator. No oversight. And for me, and to that point that Marquez Brownlee made that had the crypto community heated. I feel like for technology that works, you don't need to sweat too to, much. You don't need to yarn too much. To find your use cases. And they keep bringing up this internet thing. They keep bringing up the example of the internet, right? About how... Um, about how... What you want to call it? At first, there were skeptics of the internet. Blah, 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 yes. blah, blah. Yes, there like were. That. Yes, yes, there were. Like yes, there were skeptics, skeptics of the internet, but with time, the internet found its own use case, and it kept building on top of that use case. It didn't say it wanted to replace. It's like cars and horses now. Cars mm-hmm. came as their own. Okay, it was like trying to get people from A to B, and car like a, are like a step above horses. Mm-hmm. They didn't come and say we'll build mechanical horse. Yeah. Yeah. And a, say a autonomous horse, <laughs> autonomous that, horse, self riding horse exactly does not require you to be plugging it. Well, it's the difference between incremental innovation and breakthrough, groundbreaking. yeah. Like now, with AI, is like it's just so seamless. It's sure, there are, there are not many, there are not many instant like replacement of things, right? But people can see the use cases. Like, I've, I literally wrote like. A Python. I have no clue how to do Python, but I wrote like a Python program that does that creates Jira tickets when people what's it mm-hmm. called when people want to change like their phone number or something something stupid, and it was just very random. I was bored and I did it and I gave it to like the CX guys. I have no understanding of Python. That kind. So that's like very step groundbreaking thing. Yeah. Right now, before we even started recording, I I don't think I've. They should replace me <laughs> with GPT because I can literally just feed it instructions. These are my constraints. This is what I want you to do. These are the constraints. Come up with an innovative way to do this thing. And it and it, it spits out something that is actually okay. This makes sense. Okay, I'll tweak it here. I'll tweak it here. So that's like instant fit. And like these guys are just trying to touch Web three AI. <laughs> my friend, live here. <laughs> Every small thing you say, oh, you cannot send money from Nigeria to. Oh this yeah, thing. yeah. They <laughs> what is one service that will let you send money globally? I was like, man, PayPal. Is that the fastest way to send money from Nigeria to US today? Crypto. Fastest way for Antarctica to Johannesburg? Crypto. Also the cheapest. Uh, then GIF. GIF. I, like, <laughs> like, I, I don't get it. Like, the fastest way to send money from US to from Nigeria to US is not all the Swift Zell names arguments are like arguing about how FedEx is faster to send documents and it's so ridiculous. Anyways, can we round up? Anyway, Sam, we love you to dates, but we can, I can yeah. I can go into a whole thing about how this thing is full of degenerates, but because you know what what pains me is that they're actually like really valid things that have come out yep. of it, and you never hear this like you can do cash out with 
st- on Stellar USDC cash out, cash out. So mm-hmm. you can send money home in USDC and they can go and pick up cash at any MoneyGram location. Yeah. I've not seen any of these people talk about this thing. There's, there's some guys called ARF that do a cross-border USDC can you, where you change fiat to USDC, USDC to whatever, to fiat again for cross-border payments. That, that is... That is value, use case. Hot use case. That is a hot use case. International remittance is the remittance market. Like people, immigrants in the West remitting money back home. It is the space. It and is then the market. People sending to their exactly yeah upkeep for dependents. I see the thing is the why why is a lot of these things are not even like value use cases where they should be building on, but they don't build on is because. They don't really understand what is existing. Like international transfers that go over SWIFT needed a network of correspondent banks. Mm-hmm. That's why it was long. That's why it was expensive. Guys like Wise came along and they started doing establishing positions in different in different places. Yeah. And to make out make local payouts. That's that was a, a step above. Mm-hmm. Now you have crypto where you don't need to have a position. You just need to have an off taker for USDC. Yeah. Why aren't you guys? Talking more about that, and we are here talking about censorship resistance and decentralized. Because that this sounds is... that sounds better. That sounds better to the to the whites who give them dollars. Yeah. So sometimes it feels a bit like over engineering. Is it for like like, like you're over engineering? Like, yes, this, this guy, problem exists, but your solution is not there's, simple. There's this guy that um I don't know if you heard of Strike. They're like a Bitcoin Lightning, Kinikon Kinikon, and they've been talking a lot about oh cheapest remittances to Africa using crypto. Now, it's what essentially happens is one guy is sending Bitcoin to another guy in Nigeria. That guy is paying out from his Naira position. It's not cheaper. It's black market rates that the guy is giving you. He's chopping on, he's chopping on the thing. What is, how is that cheapest? Anyway, this is a... We'll, segue for, we'll stay here too long. Maybe we should invite... Our Sam. brother in Christ one day to we talk should bring Sam to, on this podcast to discuss it. <clears throat> but yeah, moving on to less debatable things. Apparently, you can now use MTN Airtime to do Apple Music. Yes. The um, Central yes, Bank of Nigeria of 2011. All of them, they are all rolling in their beds because they are not dead in Jesus' mighty name. But this was something that I know the central bank pushed back on um, years ago. This airtime is money. Yeah. Carrier billing. Yeah. They've they've not liked it. And I don't know how MCN is pulling this off. Whether... I actually think it's a good thing. I do think so too because you are outsourcing the struggle of... It's a a very, very... Of USD finding to MCN. But still on still is airtime money and i don't know how i feel about airtime money i mean like i mean we discussed before this day recording they apple for apple music they're basically passing on the responsibility of figuring out the whole fx thing to mtn, to MTN and mtn is a big enough corporation yeah, to handle to that handle kind it. of and then they're also leveraging mtn to get rich because mtn has the highest number of subscribers in nigeria right so it's sort of like a win-win for apple i mean it's better to do this one than to buy um virtual mm. card mm. 
I get the sense that I know what you're about to say. I didn't finish it. I'm just saying it's better to just be paying one k from your airtime uh-huh. than to buy. To it's, a, it's a much simpler product. It's a much sure. simpler product. Yeah, than to be changing your store. <laughs> be changing your app store mm-hmm. to US store to do virtual cards to link. Or you can just pay one k airtime. It's a much simpler proposition. So, I mean, it would be interesting to see what the uptake is like. Because, again, how many... Um, how many Apple users are there in this country? Anyway, speaking of virtual card, payday raised money. I can't remember the amount. Congratulations. To that. And money points. Let the round? Really, yeah, that's what I heard. And it is rumored that money point was going to acquire them until they came out and called everybody liars. Until they announced it, you're liars. <laughs> If the, if this acquisition should go down, they need to apologize to everybody that they call the liar. That's my position on on this lying thing, because all the guys that reported it reported felt like they couldn't cite their sources, but it, I feel like it was just that was it was about that was about to happen. It was there was yeah. a certainty to the discussions. Yeah, I mean, it was and if they yeah, it was three million, three million dollars. Somewhere I'm seeing something about getting licenses in the UK and Canada. Was there debt in that? No. They never declare. No. That's the, the, most somebody's own was a mix recently. Most people, that's the thing. Most people will never tell you. Even if they just announced two million, they'll never tell you whether it's... You know what's funny when people announce, announce debt? Because it... No worry. Next time I borrow from Stambik, by the grace of God, if you're a Stambik, I am listening to me. Please, can you give me a loan amount on my account? <laughs> I'll say I've raised I've money. Raised. <laughs> I, I've raised the round. <laughs> I raised a personal round. A personal round. <laughs> For my, to, to fund my angel investment. Somebody was saying one time now that they should start investing in people. <laughs> like startup. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to invest, someone should invest in me. Because clearly the returns will be high. Technically, you should be investing in other people because Me. you now you are like Series C. <laughs> <laughs> we already know what you are doing. Price has gone up. We can see where you are going to. It's not really exciting like that. No, you no, need to no. find one person that is like 300 level. They invest. <laughs> <laughs> that was precede round before you graduate. Oh, man. Anyway, I mean, speaking back to money points and payday. I thought it would have been a good acquisition. Might have been an overvalued acquisition, but I thought it would have been good acquisition for money point. For money point, because it gives them retail business, and I don't think they've cracked retail business as much as they they are doing on the business, business side. Individual business owners, uh, retail, because so yeah, because the thing is like with retail uh, is retail is the cheapest but of cheap to, deposits you but find. But won't that then open up PD to regulatory? I- uh, they will just say it's payday America that's doing that one. <laughs> so they will acquire payday Nigeria. No, no, they acquire payday, but payday Nigeria will be money points MFP. Then uh, the payday that has virtual card will be payday, payday America. America. It just so happens that it's on the same app. Yeah. Just partnership. <laughs> off ramp, on ramp. Off ramp. Drag you with your pants <laughs> Look, just. See when they drag you. What's when the, I went to when I went to Abuja, I saw the CBN head. Of, we drove past the CBN head office. I'm like, hmm, this it makes sense why they are like this. 
They will drag you into the office. Come and explain. No, no. You again. What type of ownership structure? It depends. It depends on. It depends on how you structure it because it's Money Point Inc. that bought it. So Money Point Inc. owns Talent Match. That's Payday's name. Money Point Inc. will own Talent Match. Now. Is it talent match because it started from Wichapa, the same company? <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Okay, just just checking, just checking, but it, it makes sense. <clears throat> so because I'm like, why is PD's corporate CAC name talent match? So but now what money right. points MFB will do is that all the NGN accounts on PD will now be money point money MFB point. accounts accounts. Then you now have the money points now use Talent match for their businesses that want to send money overseas. So the overseas part to be handled by talent match, the Nigerian part to be handled by money point MFB. But it will all be on the same app. And you tell CBN that the owner of the app is Money Point Inc. And that this just is like Quick Teller. Everybody's just a service provider or money point app. Mm. They will every before you do it, maybe they'll put T and C's. USD. You're about to transfer money. USD. Wait now, wait with your wait. microfinance bank wait license. Now. So what will happen? Maybe you won't be able to convert Naira to USD. Mm. <laughs> but you'll be able to receive, they'll be able to give you USD account. And they'll just say, This USD account is not provided in Nigeria. <laughs> if CBN is here. Also, starts with CBN is I paid it still very far in terms of users before CBN starts checking. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That if you get acquired by Money Point, Money Point is not far. Money, money Point, point is, is no now, but the thing is it's a CBN thing. But Money Point won't loud it, loud it like that. Maybe that's why they even ca- okay. I just I'm just going to keep quiet here. They won't loud. You just be like yeah on that G thing, and they'll just be helping each other out. Interesting. But I think it's very good for Money Point because I I think personally I think they are trying to get into retail. They might say it's a lie and they want to do this agency banking thing forever. But this agency banking thing is just high turnover business and no deposits. And if you want to make money, <laughs> you need deposits that don't go away. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, as a segue into other Nigerian businesses, it's like logistics and mobility is popping again. Um, Shotlas raised $4 million. Fairs raised $1 million. I'm happy for both of them because I think founders. two female founders, exactly, yes. female yes. founders, shout out to female founders. They can update that their presentation of female founders that raised over one million that they're always posting every women's month. Jesus they Christ. add two new people <laughs> to it. <laughs> but, but, mm-hmm. but, personally, if I was to put my money, I would put my money in a logistics business in Nigeria. <laughs> But I'm happy someone is putting their money inside <laughs> so I can get the benefits. But I personally won't put my money. Yeah, it's a hard space. In fact, when I was still doing real banking, it was one of the spaces that lending your money, you would speak English to credit to because every, every employee in the logistics space in Nigeria is a saboteur. He's <laughs> a criminal. A big criminal. I'm sure they have crypto accounts. Bro. Sorry, sorry. Oh my god. I just opened the tech crunch thing for first delivery. And I hate it when I see this thing. I can't we can't still be doing this thing in 2023 where TechCrunch puts here that 
they're investing in sorry um the company plans to use the seed investment to deepen its work in nigeria in brackets which has a 10 million 10 billion dollar transport and logistics market can we stop it this is like 2019 yans for the whites can we stop it like, if the whites are still eating, can we, it, we can't stop it. it you know the Bro. thing now. So I'll, I'll tell you the thing with Fez now. Fez for Fez to scale to a reasonable place where the person that gave that invested this one million is thinking they will scale to. Fez will have to expand their fleet ridiculously. And. And when I by expand their fleet ridiculously, I'll give put to context. If you are delivering, if you want to do Kuda card delivery alone, mm. I mean, now we have post card delivery, but Kuda card delivery alone, if we said we wanted to make that a logistics company and we had like logistics providers, mm-hmm. it would arguably be bigger. I mean, the fleet to demand would be bigger than all these guys we are mentioning. Mm. So the thing is that. I don't have so my, my my issue is not with Fez. My issue is with Fez. that's what I'm saying. It's not with this. It's with the when when you say you want to dip, dip in and talk about the size of the thing. It's just and it's not like you're going to make ridiculous amount of money, money like doing that that delivery. There's you are going to need you are going to need scale because it's operational efficiency that will give you that money. It's very hard to and scale very hard. Yeah. on very tangible businesses. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you need a massive fleet, then you now be doing route optimization where the unit cost of delivering to 10 people is, is like maybe 200 naira in foil and wear and tea and all that. Like, it's, it's hard work. It's hard, which might be why people need to get involved. Because this is like what round three of logistics and mobility businesses that are emerging. Remember, there was the first phase Uber, Bolts, and Co. Then there was the second phase with all the but you, well, have you noticed, delivery businesses. But have you noticed how all those guys, too. all those guys realized that this is bad market? Yeah. And they start started recalling because the amount you spend on your Okada, you know, it would take time for so, you to... Interesting fact, Fez is operating a hybrid model in the sense that, one, for delivery, they don't just pick up and drop off. They have like hubs where... So things are, are sorted and uh, delivered from that's one two they don't own all the bikes on the platform i think from what i see here is 30 percent that is owned by them and 30 percent mostly kicks in when one of their third parties people messes them up and then they can't fulfill that order themselves this hub thing is no is it's not a, a latest ace logistics used to do hub jumia used to do hub conga does hub oh, I said jumia still does hub but uh, Personally, I don't believe in the market like that. I just think it's hard work. I think it can work. I think it's hard work. It's just hard work. And, and it requires a lot of money. Like, it requires a lot of money for you to say you're actually going to do this thing well. If DHL can do it first, can. Huh? <laughs> boss. 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 <laughs> no, no, the good boss. thing about you know, boss, it, requires, boss. it requires a lot of money. It's very capital intensive. <laughs> Can we? Can we please? DHL wasn't built in a day. DHL yeah, was exactly our point. <laughs> yes, yeah, so give her time. 
the person that is giving you this money does oh, not no, have that patience. Me, I'm root Jesus Christ. The way I'm rooting for them, man. You guys mm-hmm. don't even believe. No, this. I mean I want them to win because Bro, female founders winning is, for them is a good so, thing. Like I recommend them wherever, whenever. You know, it's just that I, I, I think the industry is is There's tough. There's a lot of work to be done, and I think that they can they will should be grateful for any help they can get from many of their partners that can help them drive down costs because again operational efficiency is how they are going to eat and that's hard to do in nigeria or anywhere because even amazon self it was a it was guzzling money until critical mass see the logistics business i think that is probably move that's the ideal business. I think that's the ideal. But it's not like predatory with how they are doing their thing. It is, it, but it is Nigeria. You have, to, you have. Sorry, somebody has to be prey. <laughs> somebody has to be predator. Somebody <laughs> has to be prey. This, this, the way it is. Let's not lie to ourselves. Oh, this is the nature. the nature of the. Nah, those guys are. The nature those, of the country. I hear that those cars have hit double digits and millions. It's not their fault, love. It's, it's Picanto not for having million. Fourteen million. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Picanto is fourteen million. So. <laughs> I remember my brother wanting to buy a Picanto many years ago, and he was doing math for how much he'll be paying back at two million naira. It's crazy. Me, yeah, I regret not buying two cars when I bought my car. I regret it. Boss, two cars and one go. When it was cheap. Now, when it was just, cheap. Just, the price uh, had like doubled. You could have stashed it. Because <laughs> like, now I want to replace one car. I can't replace it. No, no, for real. As somebody who is looking for a cannot do. I can't. Or you drive what you don't want to Look, drive. That's the price of Camry. I saw Mikano. <laughs> Mikano car. 30 million. I said Mikano. Mikano. Yeah, I think the last thing to talk about today is um, hydrogen pay. Yes, hydrogen pay. The furrow just hiss. You know, speaking of hydrogen pay, uh, when we were talking about first, the one thing that came to my mind, mind was banks. In terms of how the valuation of banks in Nigeria mm. is very capped because it's very transparent how money making works in in banking in even in terms of um based on how much you can lend your the amount of capital you need to have on ground there's like a ceiling in banking and now my theory is that all these banks are going for a hold cost structure and trying to add payments because they want to add a bit of mystery to their valuation, aka lies. <laughs> so stock price will go to the moon. <laughs> because you can't now judge you can't judge access group as just bank again. You they have uh, hydrogen <laughs> switch yeah. and gateway. And you can now yarn potential. <laughs> yeah. And that potential is loud. It's loud. Because all of them, have, I'm sure all of them have cages like, ah, ah, flutter wave. <laughs> Are we not the one that, <laughs> that they are using our, our stuff? Bro. Are we not the acquirer bank? Bro. How can we be the acquirer bank and they are worth more than us? No, but the, the gap, the real gap that everybody is chasing is that payments gap. Because you see this cashless policy, 
is going variations will keep appearing until inshallah all of you are doing digital payments <laughs> the central bank of nigeria is not going to stop see how their their progress is more with every policy that comes out is a bit more aggressive that's how it's gonna be you know and guys are trying to optimize to be the people that capture that space using but, what they already have but you ground. see things that this is where the crypto guys should stop being degenerates and they should come and enter and say, this is the real work to be done. Nobody has shown, has told me how I can carry my Bitcoin wallet and I'll be paying at ShopRite offline or USSD crypto. You guys are still... Do you know, I'm still shook that <laughs> none of them could lobby Murphy for this ban thing. I'm still surprised. Okay. There's no good there. Bro, there are certain industries that they can you can't ban them like this. Because look, everybody is doing pay everybody is doing the same pay with bank transfer. You know, in the last month and a half, I haven't gone out with like a debit card. I've only carried my phone. No, we can't go. A couple well actually I don't leave my house. Everybody's accepting transfer. Spa today accepts transfer. Delhi's accepts transfer. Like the only place where you still have to do card. Unless you're transferring to an attendance account. Which I wouldn't do. I don't pay with transfer inside filling station. Are you serious? For like it was a fat fat wallet, yes. Yeah. And I transferred into a what bank was it now? Is it Wema or I even went to the fish market. Like you know that law school fish market. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go card, I didn't go cash. Transfer to Pampi. Transfer transfer is the way. It just they just need to just build on that. Transfer bros for the win. <laughs> I mean, look at us. Insta transfer bros solving something. Versus our guys are still doing decentralized. Oh my god. Oh, and they are doing bank yourself. Be your own bank. <laughs> no, I saw that onboard rollout and I was like, uh, I, I don't know if I want to be my own bank. Or, but even the thing that they are calling be your own bank is just basically you can do P2P. It's transfer and airtime. <laughs> campus. So they don't even have airtime for it's just you can do your wallet and do P2P crypto trade. No comment. I don't and I, I really don't get why be your own bank is the tagline because and I blame Occupy Wall Street. It started this distrust in banks. After we had that financial crisis, that's where everything just went down. Because people don't understand. If we look at it like in the pure terms of it, if if they were actually going to fulfill the thing of being your own bank, why do I want to do that? <laughs> why? What's the benefit? Very good question. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the logical end of this episode. Yes. Otherwise, we are going to segue back into crypto. No, we need to segue. Maybe we should have another crypto episode. We need to get somewhere to come. Yes, we need the crypto bros to come. Yes, and we need the, we need the crypto bros to come, come and defend. defend come and defend these lies. It's not lies, no sir. It's just different perspectives. perspectives. I'm doing devil's advocates now. What is the other perspective? That money, the, the consensus layer of money, the, Web three something something. We need to challenge the status quo. Centralization is a problem, and Look. all governments and intermediaries will eventually be corrupted. Yes, okay, government will be corrupted, okay, but I'm still in Nigeria. <laughs> How am I going to be a sovereign entity to myself? And, yeah. I'll be, and I'll just be carrying my 
crypto inside there. What's it called? Flash drive. What's it? Stop that. <laughs> stop that. <laughs> Will you let's, stop that? Let's end this episode is, is, that, is, is that the future we want? All of us are carrying flash drive without money in Bitcoin. Let, let's, let's end this episode here. I think. I and think... the day you enter downfall and your flash drive you fall out of your pocket, <laughs> your life is over. Who is customer care? At least you can install customer care. At least there's bank branch you can roll on the floor. You can see Sprinter. You can enter and say, Where's your manager? When you are your own bank, you are responsible for everything. Look, see, the system we have is not perfect. Uh, but the complete opposite of the system is not really the solution. Maybe instead of doing crypto, we should just get PVC and vote for better government. I feel like that's an easier Jesus solution. Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's not good. If the problem was government can be corrupted, maybe we can vote Peter B. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, for, think about it. I think this is a shorter solution to oh, corrupt governments than is than building a whole decentralized infrastructure. No, sir, thank you very much for your comments. <laughs> we really appreciate. We appreciate it. <laughs> Crypto bros that listen to this podcast, I promise you, it's all love. It's all love. No hard feelings, please. And we shall catch you on the next episode. Please, please, please. No, 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 no. Fro is a design thinking consultant. If we say the problem is government to be corrupted, uh, <laughs> shouldn't we just elect someone that will not be corrupted? <laughs> Do we have to build decentralized wallets? <laughs> Again, is bringing gun to kill fly? This guy actually said he's bringing design thinking to do. <laughs> no, sir. Thank you very much. Goodbye. We this episode. We've created minutes. a new problem. I have $5 in USDT in my own beyond bank wallet and I cannot get it out because the fees to remove it is $105 and every night when I'm broke I check maybe fee will reduce but no they say oh, not enough air the closest it has come was that the fee was $4 so, so I could have removed one, one. <laughs> oh god Oh my good lord. Do you know I learned the hard way with this thing? But I'm just going to just you guys up. Thank you very much. And goodbye.